0: Have you been dealing with negative self-talk, maybe some body confidence issues, or God confidence issues, or maybe we just need to have a big pep talk before summertime hits. Join me today as I talk with my friend, Claudia McDivitt. Claudia is a mom of two precious kiddos and wife to Nathan of 10 years. She's a lover of all things sunshine outdoors. She's a big dreamer and loves catching up with friends over a good cup of coffee. Claudia is a mindset coach for women. She helps women live their life with confidence and purpose by overcoming negative self-talk. She partners with them to push out of the negative noise in their minds so they are able to pursue their life with passion and purpose. I'm so excited for this conversation today as we dig into three ways to be confident in who the Lord has created us to be. Let's do it. Hey friend, welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective podcast. Do you want to grow in your faith and have an intimate relationship with Jesus? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to be overwhelmed and frustrated when you're way too busy and forgot to prioritize your time with him again? Hey, I'm Sam, and I too was someone who craved a deeper relationship but was too busy to make it happen. I felt overwhelmed trying to fit him in and wished I could be confident in my faith and identity. I wanted to read the Bible and actually understand what I was reading, but I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the know-how, or the discipline or tools to make it happen until I found a little secret to get rid of the Christian checklist. In this podcast, you will find biblical truth, hope-filled conversations with women who are right where you are, and all of the practical tools to implement so that you will be able to deepen your relationship with Jesus. So grab your coffee, Bible and pen, and let's dig in. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of the Abundant Women Collective Podcast. As you heard, I am here with my friend, Claudia, today. Claudia, I was trying to think of how we met, and it was the Christian Women in Business, right? Yes. Okay. I couldn't remember if I it was Faster Way first or Christian Women in Business, but... Claudia is incredible and you've heard a little bit about her in the intro and then we're going to talk more about her story. But Claudia, I'm super excited to have you on today for so many reasons. One, I love the topic of confidence and I think your story is incredible that you're going to walk us through today. But also I follow you on social and I like never miss your stories because you're so... (laughs) good. <laughs> You're like a ray of sunshine. So I You're love so it. So sweet. Um, okay. So let's jump in what today we're talking about confidence, but let's start first with what has your confidence and mindset journey sort of looked like up to this point?
1: Yeah. So uh, I confidence is something that I don't think that I would have said five years ago that I would one be so passionate about like talking about, but also that I would call myself a confident person. And Mm. so it is only by the Lord's grace that I can say those things now. And um, yeah, my hope is that my story will inspire other people to really step into um, their story with confidence, knowing that it can encourage other people to do the same. And so a little bit about my story, um, I grew up in a very broken home, which I won't get into all of that, but I really feel like some of those things kind of shaped me For as sure. I began you know, to get older through middle school, high school, even into college. And some things that I really told myself on a regular basis were, I'm not good enough, um, I'm not smart enough. That was a really big one for me. Um, because I struggled in school, like school did not come easy to me. You know, mm-hmm. there's those people that can like not study at all and make straight A's or study a little bit and make straight yeah. A's. That was not me. Okay. Like I was Neither the person either. in the library for hours and hours and hours and hours, and then I would still make a C. Okay. Yeah. And so just this thought of what am I going to do one day? Um, I'm not good enough to do anything. And so those thoughts really began to take root in my mind mm-hmm. and looking back now. And I talk about this with my college girlfriends who've like walked through so many seasons of life with me that back then I would really shrug it off with humor. Like I would just say it in like passing, um, you know, like I'm not smart enough or I'm so dumb and like, yeah. it off. um, but really, I believed those things. Mm-hmm. and even though I, you know, made it seem like not a big deal, those were things that I truly believed about myself. And so you know, transitioning from college to getting married um, and stepping into that new season, I felt very lost when it came to what am I gonna do one day? Um, what am I going to, you know, quote unquote amount to, I feel like I was putting a lot of my, um, worth and identity in that. And so, you know, the Lord began to take me on a journey, um, of obviously he knew what I would ultimately end up doing. And so it took me really trusting that to see Or to begin to see my story unfold in the way that it has in the past few years, Um, and so you know, in in July of 2018, my youngest is adopted. We were on our way home from Mississippi with her, and I remember being in a place in my health where I was just very frustrated. You know, as women, we want to feel confident in our own skin. I mean, we do. We want to feel confident. And I was in a place where I felt like I was just continually spinning my wheels, doing the same things, you know, under eating, over exercising, and I was just so over it. And so I, um, a good friend of mine coached a program called the faster rate of fat loss. And I went through an initial, um, new client experience with her. And that really is what began this transformation, um, for me, when it came to my mindset and my confidence.
0: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And not that it was just a weight thing though. It was more like mental is connected to weight, right. And mindset and they're all connected. Like I, I grew up the girl who was like the chubby girl and fat girl, but it was also because my friends were really skinny, (laughs) but like, I was that person, and it wasn't until a few months ago that it was actually winter who I said something, I was like, That is so stupid, or something like I'm so stupid, or that maybe it wasn't I'm so stupid, but something like that, where it was a joking, like down put on myself, and she called me out on it. Same thing, and I didn't realize that like that's what I was saying. I mean, I didn't mean it for myself, but then I did because I was saying it out loud. Same thing, and it took a friend to call me out and be like, You don't say those things about yourself, you wouldn't say that about someone else. So I not totally exactly. relate to that, dang it. Yes. <laughs> I love that you uh, started your transformation with a friend and with um, the faster way. So after mm-hmm. you did around a faster way, what happened next? I know where you are now. So tell <laughs> friends listening what sort of transformed in you.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I went through my initial um, new client experience and I fell in love with just the the program for many reasons. Um, but a big one being just this, like, I'm not striving to be perfect in my health journey. And I think that's something that I always, um, was trying to do and it just left me super defeated because the reality is our health journey is not this linear journey. It's not going to be perfect. Like there's going to be things that set us back. Um, there's going to be, you know, seasons of life that are just harder and so if we are just striving for perfection in our health, we're going to be left super defeated. Yeah. And so for me, it was really beginning to wrap my mind around this is like a progression and there's no like end point to yes. health. Right? It's yeah. just something that I want to pursue my health mm-hmm. in a way that 40 years from now like I feel good. Um and not like on the front of a magazine good, just like confident yeah. in life, who I am and the things that I'm doing to care for myself. And so, um, through that, I, um, the opportunity came to actually interview to become a faster rate of fat loss coach. I prayed about it. I really felt like that's where the Lord was leading me. And so in November of 2018, um, I interviewed to become a coach, Um, I got accepted, went through the certification process and then actually started coaching um, women in January of 2019. And so I just um, actually it's January 10th. So next week, um, it'll be four years that I've been coaching with the faster way. Um, And I mean, it has just been so incredible. Um I've just gotten to walk with hundreds of women who have really transformed the way that they think about health. And for me, that's huge. Yes, there's been like physical transformations and they've seen body composition changes and like all those things are great, right? Like it is uh, okay to have those kind of goals when it comes to health. But the mindset changes that I've gotten to be a part of through this is really what fires me up because women go from thinking, I can never do this. I can never be confident. I could never view my health as like a gift to viewing their health as a gift, being confident, like just so many, like overcoming so many things that they once believed about themselves in the health space. And that for me is just like the end all be all. It just fires me up. Um, And so through just the faster way coaching, um, I, that has continued to feed into my confidence as well, because I'm on this journey with them. And so like, not only am I walking with them through it, but like, I have my own journey that I'm walking. Um, and just to have just that encouragement, um, and those groups that really just continue to encourage me to pursue my health, um, just has helped with the negative things that I once told myself. Um, it just helps to continue for me to think positively about health in general. That's so good.
0: I it's four years. Congratulations. That's incredible. Yeah, thank that you. That is so cool. I um I love that. And I do appreciate faster way for that because I am all or nothing. And you have actually helped me with this too. Like when I, I don't know, go I messed up. It's all or nothing and that I messed up, now I can't start till next Monday, which is just dumb way of thinking, but I have always held it. But that belief, but it was because I was always going for like a weight goal, right? I want to be X pounds. And now, especially with like the health journey that I've been on, it is more like that. And you've helped create that too with it's more of an overall health. It's more of a, I want to be alive in 30 years. I want to be healthy in 30 years. I want to chase my grandkids, you know? And so that has been super cool to, to use your coaching to sort of transform my mindset as well. Okay. So let's talk about the negative things because we all have it. We live in a Hollywood obsessed world where there is certain ways to look and feel and act, but we are called to be set apart. And so what has like the negative mindset or self-talk sort of looked like?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, exactly what you said, right? We are fed. So the health space is such a loud space, mm-hmm. right? There's so many things out there. Do this. Don't do this. Eat especially this. at the new year. This, do what?
0: I was, especially at the new year. Like as oh. we in the new year, it's like, ah,
1: yes. Yes. And, you know, you, you can Google, what do I do to lose weight? And you're just going to have a million different viewpoints. And there's so many things. So it is, it is a very loud space, but for me, something that has helped me so much when it comes to this and just overcoming that negative self-talk, overcoming those negative thoughts about health is just really taking health back to the basics and one of the main things that's taken it back to the basics is whole foods, whole foods. I believe in the depth of my soul that the Lord created food for good, right? Like food was, was given to sustain us, to give us energy. Um, and so when we, begin to try to cut out so many different things, whether it's carbs or I'm not going to eat fruit or I'm, you know, all of those things that can really just put you in a negative space. But when we can just take it back to whole food nutrition, I'm going to focus on those whole foods that I know are going to energize me. They're going to sustain me through my day they're going to help me not have that brain fog or crash at two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Those that step alone has helped me get rid of this. I'm not doing enough. I need to be doing more. I need to be cutting this or doing this. Yeah. Um, and That's helped me when it comes to that all or nothing mindset. Same thing with exercise. I mean, you know, being in the gym an hour, hour and a half a day, like, let's be real. Like who has time for that as busy moms, business owners, like, even if you don't have kids and you're like pursuing your career, like just taking it back to the basics that more doesn't always mean better. And so finding Those workouts that energize you, um, that are sustainable, where you're not throwing in the towel, you know, a week or two weeks from now, because, like you said, there's nothing magical about a Monday, Mm -hmm. there's nothing magical about a January 1st. Like, do I I like new seasons? I like setting for new seasons, but like, especially when it comes to our health, there's nothing magical about those days, it really is. You choosing that you want something different for yourself. And then when you get there in your mind that you want something different and you're ready to pursue your whole health, finding the support system to encourage you as you are pursuing that journey. And for me, having that support and taking things back to the basics and stopping, you know, trying to not overcomplicate things has been such a huge thing for me when it comes to the negativity and just all the noise filling my mind constantly.
0: Because if you're doing something that tells you, you should do this or else you fail or, or else, you know, if you're striving and like you said, working in a mindset of perfection, we're going to fail. Like that's a hundred percent given you were going to fail. But if you're looking at it in a holistic way, a whole W-H-O-L-E, right? The whole body, the whole person, the whole foods, it definitely is more maintainable. And then it's not like, oh my gosh, can I eat this? Like, oh my gosh, am I allowed to count these calories or all of these other things that just really, it, that's focused on like the mini steps of how to lose weight, but not necessarily like your health, right? Like it, you get lost in the weeds when you're not thinking big picture, Girl, I've done basically every diet out there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from childhood to now. I feel like, honestly, it's funny because when we think about like Bible and food, thank you, Jesus. We're not under the old law and we're not like eating manna and unleavened bread and all the gross things, right? Oh, <laughs> but, but I feel like there's also like the enemy's first attack on us on women was doubt and it mm-hmm. was with food. And so, yes, yes. I mean, food was like the, op- the, the um, the the carrier pigeon, right. But it was actually other things, but like doubt food, like of course, 2000 years later, we would be dealing with doubt right. <laughs> and, food and yes. self-talk and negative things. So what are some ways that you stay positive throughout your week? Maybe you're not having the best week. Maybe you've failed quote unquote. I hate that word now, but you know, like maybe you've messed up. What are some ways that you can stay positive?
1: I think the number one thing is having that support, like having people that are in your corner, um, who you can be honest with and remind you of the things that we've talked about. You know, like I do this, this is my full-time job, but like, I have my days that are hard. Um, I'm not perfect in this. And so having those people in your corner that you can count on, that you can say, man, today was a really hard day because of X, Y, Z. And I'm feeling this way about myself. Or I woke up and I looked in the mirror and these are the things that I thought of. These are the first things that I thought of. And having people speak truth to you when it's hard to speak truth to yourself, um, that is definitely like number one on my list of how I stay in a positive health, uh, headspace when it comes oh to my God. health.
0: Having those people that you can, this whether it's a Facebook group or a text message or whatever, yes. but just be like, man, I feel XYZ. I feel like crummy. And just encourage you not only like, yes, jump on the scale, whatever, not of that, but like, here's, let right. me pray for you. Here's a scripture yeah. for you also eat an apple instead of the bag of chips, Sam, you know, things like
1: that. <laughs> right. Totally. And like, I love being that for my clients, you yeah. know, because I have, I have people, obviously, I mean, the people that I work with, they don't they have hard days, you know? Yeah. And so life. <laughs> someone trusts me enough that I'm working with to send me a text and say, I've And they say something like I blew it today or I'm never going to get this or, you know, whatever it may be for me to be able to like speak truth into them and into the situation for me brings me so much joy because someone did that for me. And so I have the opportunity to do that for my clients. And that is one of my favorite parts about my job is just getting to speak that truth and encouragement into
0: them when they are having a hard
1: day. Cause we all have them. They're inevitable,
0: you know, but how you get through them and who gets through them with you matters. Yeah. I love that support is huge. So biblically speaking, scripturally speaking, like us as Christian women, like for me, I, this sounds weird to say all that, but like, I'm overweight. So weight matters, right. Then terms of my health as well, but which we're working on, but like, we aren't just focused on the numbers or on the way we look or the way, I don't know, the world thinks we look instead. We're focused on like, we have been talking about our health, our whole wellness and not in terms of like, Oh, so I could look good or whatever. That is a super great bonus of fitting into jeans (laughs) looking good. Totally. But ultimately, like, how can we take care of the temple that the God that God's given us? Like, how can we take care of a body, our body in a way that's pleasing to the Lord? How can we run this race that He's set before us? If we feel like crap all the time, or if we're putting junk in our body, therefore our energy level tanks? or like, you know what I mean? Like, how can we, and so I think even switching our mindset as Christian women from like numbers and weight loss or whatever to like how can I feel my body the best way possible and take care of it for longevity? Like maybe the Lord wants me to be 110 years old, please, right. oh, but like <laughs> maybe like he wants me to do things like we have to take care of our body in a way that's honoring to God, but then also in a way that, um, allows us to be like ready for whatever he has for us. Right. Like for us, it's chasing kids <laughs> and for us. Right work and ministry and all of that. But like, whatever the Lord has for you, I experienced a season not that long ago where I was just so burnt out that my body was taking a toll. Like my body was suffering. And actually it was, it was like right after my first, not right after, but shortly after my first round, a faster way. And my body was just tanking and there were like health things that were going on. And it really was a huge wake up call for me, not only in like my burnt out, like that's high red flag, Sam, but also like my body is reacting to not being taken care of and not treating my body the way it should be treated. And honestly taking advantage of the fact that like I have a body and I'm healthy, you know what I mean? Like taking advantage of it, that it switched my mentality to be like, okay, we need to fuel this body. We need to, see what's up, fix it. But like, think of it as like a whole person so that I can do the things the Lord has asked me to do. Cause I can't do them if I'm too sleepy or having migraines or, you know, all these things, Claudia, you're the professional here. I am not a professional by any means. And you're like the professional cheerleader. I want to know what are three ways to let's talk confidence. Like your three ways to gain confidence in this. Maybe I'm a listener and I've struggled with this and I'm still struggling with this. And I need to know, like, how can I take action right now from listening to this episode?
1: Before I do that, I want to speak on something that you said, because there, there'll be times throughout my week where I think about this, about, you know, we, we are not guaranteed our health tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We're just not. Yeah. And so like, what can I do today Mm -hmm. Two, if I were to get a diagnosis tomorrow, that my, I have done the best that I can to put my body in a place where it's in a healthy place to fight disease or whatever the case may be, you know, and I, we've had people, we've had multiple people close to us the past two or three years who have had, who have gotten a diagnosis that is just like earth shattering. Right. And so it's become more real to me that I knew those things happen, but when it's someone close to you gets it for a whole different perspective. And so that has really encouraged me to keep doing what I'm doing because, you know, yes, like, do I want to live till I'm 80 and like, see my grandkids one day and all those things, of course, like who doesn't, um, but we aren't guaranteed our health and so your health is one of the best investments that you can make because of that because you want to be in a place where hopefully that will never be an issue right hopefully you never get a diagnosis or anything um, right. but if you do to be in a place where you are you had been taking care of yourself and that's going to put you in a better place to to fight whatever that thing is and so you know, and that that seems really intense <laughs> saying,
0: but it's but reality. I mean yeah. reality.
1: Totally. And, and your health is, I know that you can't control every little thing with your health. Like, I know that, but there are some things that you can control. You can control what you're eating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong, girl, I'm all about some ice cream and cheeseburgers and queso and all those things. <laughs> and there is a place for that in my life. Um, but focusing on, you know, the 75 to 80% of yeah. what you are choosing to feed your body, um, in the long term, it's going to pay off. So totally. it's so funny. The- you
0: say- No, I love that. Thank you for that. And I, as you're saying that, I'm like, oh, I've totally done that for my kids. You know, what's funny is it's always my kids or even Matt that I'm like, oh, you're having stomach issues. We'll take away the gluten or we'll do whatever. And then mom's over here eating at 10 o'clock at night, leftover chicken nuggets. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I think I've been there. Yeah. My kids, but it was a whole new ballgame to actually be like, no, no. In order for my kids to. Have an amazing childhood. Their mom has to be there for it. Like I have to be the best I can be. But I, prior to this, always did that. I thought that way for my kids. Like, oh, I want you guys to be healthy. Like, we're gonna change our eating habits for you. And then, like, your girls over here stuffing Oreos in the closet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, a whole new ball game to think of that lens, which is totally real. It's real life. Like, yes, we pray protection and sickness does not happen. However if it does, I don't want my body to be catching up, like right up to the sickness. I want it to be like, all right, let's go. I'm ready. Let's fight. Right. (laughs) Or whatever it is. Absolutely. And like for those people,
1: for those of you listening, who have kids and for us, like, I want my kids to learn about nutrition and like whole body health. Yeah. my home. Right. Right. Like It is a noisy space, especially, you know, I'm, I'm, my youngest is a girl. So like raising a daughter in this world Mm -hmm. and the noise that I know is going to be trying to fill her mind when it comes to health. Like I want her to learn those basic foundational things from me and from home. And so like, not only am I doing it for myself, yeah, but I'm also doing it for my kids that obviously they still love chicken nuggets and macaroni and all that good stuff, but like teaching them as we go about things that like give their body, little bodies energy, you know, yeah. like bringing it down to a seven and four year old, you know, level of, yeah. Like mommy wants you to have energy because when you go play soccer or do gymnastics, like this is going to make you feel good and have energy to do the things you love and just like going ahead and opening up that conversation with them early. So as they get older, like they're going to view health as a positive thing and not right. as negative all or nothing.
0: I can and can't do this. Mm-hmm. Space. We definitely talk. We've talked about protein, right? Like, why you need yeah. my kids could carb all day, um, or, you know, ingredient list, or I make sourdough now. So, like, why is this better than this? not that yeah. it's better, but this is what we're choosing, right? And we've cut out some things. And so, explaining to them why, and it's not always like 100% foolproof, right? Cause they still will want whatever they want, but. Right like, this is why we're adding new foods or this is why. And then it's so funny because as we're doing that with our kids, I'm also reminding myself like, Oh yeah, this is why you need to eat protein and whole foods and whatever. (laughs) But even it's so easy to get caught up in, we live in such a fast society too, that not only like fast as in like, I want instant results when really we're going for longevity. Fast food fast we have we're working eight hours a day we're going to college eight hours a day like whatever it is our life is full and busy that taking those pauses to actually remind ourselves like why whether it's business I know we talk about that in business a ton too but like our why has to be bigger than like our desires I want to live health a healthy life or a full life or whatever like that has to be more than the bag of queso I mean chips and queso right like, and so teaching yeah. my kids that too, like, Hey, we're going to football practice. We're going to eat some of this turkey sandwich instead of McDonald's. Cause one, your girl's right. not paying $20 for happy meal. And two, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have showed my oldest, the pink slime video for McDonald's. And now she brings oh, that <laughs> like, this is why. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. You're
1: so right. I mean, we live in a very just busy. I mean, like Yes, like life is busy. There's so many things going on all the time. But what I have found is with a little bit of attentionality and planning, yeah, like you really can focus on your health while still being extremely busy. For sure, um, we live in a very instant gratification world, right? We want things immediately. We we start something, we want results immediately, and health is not that way. It is a long game. Like we talked about, it's a linear, I mean, it's not linear and it's just a long-term game. And so to really work on changing your mindset to that, instead of this is, I want to, you know, lose 25 pounds by the end of February, or I want to, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is. Um, Those long-term goals are great, but like, what are those small goals in between present and long-term that are going to help you get there in a healthy,
0: sustainable way. One of the biggest, okay, I'll say this and then we'll go to the three types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the biggest tweaks, cause I'm obsessed with coffee and I love going to coffee shops. And like, when we travel, I want to go check out all the cute hobo looking coffee shops. Okay, right. girl, yes. So one of the hardest tweaks for, for me was the creamer. Like I will drink a vanilla latte all day, every day, but the vanilla, like the whatever creamer, I can't even think of what brand I was using, like coffee meat or whatever, looking at the ingredients was like 30 ingredients long, half of which I can't pronounce. And then thinking of wholeness, okay, I had to make the switch to like cream and, you know, like normal <laughs> from the earth yeah. things. And that tiny little tweak could help me to my sure 25 pounds, like you said, at the end of February, yes. but really it's like a lifestyle. Like I'm putting whole foods in my body instead of synthetic, whatever the crap was, or right. like, instead of filling it with sugar, or maybe instead of going to coffee shops every day, cause I I don't do that anyways, but like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. those small goals. And yeah. that little tiny goal was so hard for me, but now like yeah. I'm really used to drinking coffee the normal way. I don't know. And it'll still help me get to my big ultimate goal of losing weight. Right. And feeling better, but it's the tiny little each change like that. I feel like sometimes it's harder, but more necessary than like the really big 25 pounds by end of February, like working backwards.
1: (laughs) How do I get there? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, those small, I mean, I, we have like a home gym set up in our garage and Mm -hmm. on the, on the whiteboard out there, I have written small, consistent changes lead to big results, you know, it's the, it's the small things over time that lead to the results that you want. It's not huge changes overnight, (laughs) overnight that lead to that. It's those small, consistent things that maybe at first you're like, is this even doing anything? Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. But you have to be willing to see it through long-term.
0: That's so good. See, I needed that today. This episode was for me. (laughs) Okay, let's dig in. What are your three yeah. best tips for regaining for confidence? Yeah,
1: so my first one um, is to remember that your story is your story. Think about your story. Think about all the ups and downs. Think about all the things you've overcome, all the things you've walked through, all the mountaintops, all the valleys. They are unique to you. And you have grown because of them. You have learned because of them. And so my biggest tip to gain confidence is to walk confidently in the story that God has written for you and that he is writing with you in it right now. And so to reflect on where you've been, where he's brought you, the ups, the downs, the the mountaintops, all of it, because that is unique to who you are and no two people are the same. And so you should walk confidently knowing that you are unique to this world Mm -hmm. and you are so unique and special to God that he has written your story so intricately and uniquely. And so that alone should give us
0: confidence. Preach, Claudia, preach. (laughs) Okay, girl. Oh, that's it. Okay, wait, I'm going to throw some scripture on that because... I was actually just reading this not that long ago, but in Matthew chapter 10, 29 to 31, he, Jesus tells his disciples that the very hairs on their heads are numbered and that God knows each one of them by name. That can be a simple reminder for us, right? Like even with my COVID hair loss, he knows every hair on my head. (laughs) He knows my name. He has a plan for us. He knows what we've done and will continue to do. And then in Solomon talks about we're created unique in his innermost being. So Claudia is preaching you guys, because that's a whole word in itself that, that we can remember. I think remembering that will also help me to see what I've overcome, like you said, and give me the confidence to take that next step forward. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Sorry. I just
1: so good. (laughs) So the second one is, I mean, a huge too. It's to speak kindly to yourself. You know, I mean, I, I talked about this at the beginning of this episode when we were chatting just about the things that I would tell myself and those things really do take root in your mind, whether you want to laugh it off and and brush it off. Like it's no big deal. Like you tell yourself something enough times over time, you are going to believe it. And so don't talk down to yourself, you know, practically like, what are the things you're saying to yourself when you look in the mirror? Like what are those things that you're saying when you put on an outfit? What are those things that you are thinking when you know someone says, um, "Hey, let's take a picture." Like what are those things that you are saying to yourself? Because if the if those are majority negative, like you are going to believe those things about yourself, and those things aren't true, they aren't true. You can have goals and want to be somewhere. Um, when it comes to your health but just because you're not there yet doesn't make those negative things true about yourself and so really viewing yourself through the lens of how God sees you and also that we are all works in progress we will never arrive in any in any sense yeah. <laughs> We will never arrive and so affirming yourself um, with those small wins that you're proud of yourself for even today and weekly, celebrating the things that you are doing well instead of I, I talk about this with my clients all the time like we are so easy to focus on the things we're not doing well instead of focusing on the things we are doing well I think if we focus on the things we are doing well that is not only going to give us a boost of confidence but it's also going to encourage us to keep going not really throw in the towel and so my second my second thing is to affirm yourself and to speak kindly to yourself.
0: I noticed that us as women, we would never say half the junk we say to ourselves, to our friends, or even to some stranger on the street, unless you're just like a mean girl, but like for all of us, right. we would never say that to someone else yet. We think we can say it to ourselves. Right. I, I mean, can you imagine,
1: I mean, I think of some of the things I've told myself over the years, I cannot imagine ever saying that to some of my good friends they would never do it no. ever. Not true. Yes. That's not who they are. And two, because it's so mean, but we're, we're so okay. And we've just been conditioned to think, oh, but I'm talking about myself. So it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. But no one else matter. hears it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my last thing, and we kind of talked about this earlier, but um, my last tip to gain confidence is really to surround yourself with people who encourage you,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: um, you know, they say you are who you surround yourself with. Um, if you have people who are speaking down to you constantly, or you you have people in your life who are um, not kind, who speak negatively, who are making sly comments about you know what you're doing or why you're doing it, there is not space for that because <laughs> that is ultimately going to bring you down. And that is going to discourage you from continuing to take these steps to a more confident life. Um, And so I think being intentional about the people you surround yourself with, make sure that you have those people who are going to speak into your life on those hard days. And that could be a family member, friends, that could be an, an accountability group or a small group, whoever it may be. But that, again, has done wonders for my confidence. I mean, think about how good you feel whenever someone compliments you on something. Right. It yeah. takes the time to like speak truth and love over your heart. I mean, that just immediately boosts your mood. Right. And so like having those people who can do that on a regular basis and that you can be vulnerable with and open with that can continue to encourage you as you are kind of walking this road out long term.
0: And if you don't, or if you do, I feel like I have people in my life that are not the most optimistic or cheerful or whatever. And so it's not even that I'm like, okay, you can't be a part of me anymore. It's that we've had hard conversations. Like, dude, you're so negative. Like I need you to chill out or like, dude, we're not going to gossip today. Even like those sort of things, like the negative other kinds of talk. And it's just had to be hard conversations or conversations where I've laid out like these are my goals this is what I want to do I need you to speak life to me like I've told people that in my life like I need you to encourage me here this is what I'm working on and it's hard so like yeah. help sister out here <laughs> so, right and sometimes some sometimes honestly it's easier to do it with people that aren't close to you that haven't seen you maybe go through the last 10 for me it'd be like, who hasn't walked with me through like 20 other diets or whatever. But like, it could be, like you said, an accountability group or some spiritual sisters or a Bible study group. Like it doesn't have to necessarily always be that next person next to you. And then if, like I said, if they're not encouraging, then have conversations. I've had people in my life. They don't realize that we've had those conversations and they're like, I didn't know I sounded like that. I didn't know I was that negative. And of course I want to be like, here's a, here's a recording, but no, like they (laughs) might not know, you know, their hearts might be, uh, intended for good, but what comes out of their mouth might be a little negative. And so having those hard conversations too, if it's not, you know, encouraging, optimistic, good, positive, any of it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, one last thing I'll say on confidence I think sometimes as women, especially we struggle with the thought of being a confident person mm-hmm. because we don't want it to come off arrogant or just that we think we're better than somebody else. But I, I personally think confidence is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's arrogant. I don't think it's bad because of going back to the first thing that I shared. We all have a story. Yeah. Us. All of us. We all have a story that tells how we got to where we are today. Yep. And I think the beauty comes, the beauty comes in the confidence to share that story. Confidence doesn't happen overnight. It's something that happens over a period of time. And so working towards that confidence is going to give you the confidence <laughs> to share your story yeah. and encourage other people in whatever stage of life you're in or the whatever, um, Maybe you own a business or, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. Um, But it's just going to give you the confidence to do that. And I think that's why when someone tells me personally, you're just so confident. I'm like, I wasn't always this way. Right. I am. And let me tell you why. Yeah. And that gives you the opportunity to share what the Lord's done in your life to get you to where you are today.
0: And there's beauty in that. So much is my favorite part about this podcast and this ministry is here. Let me give you a mic and tell us your story. Let me see how God has worked through you, how he's using you and how you can point things back to him. And it's funny because if you're worried about sounding arrogant, chances are very high that you are not arrogant because people who are arrogant are not, they don't care if they sound arrogant. Right. So like, if you're concerned about that, chances are you don't fit that box because And that chances are, that's a lie from the enemy to get you to shut up and not share your story. And those things, the more you share until you like get your armor battle plan ready, the more that the enemy will come at you with those sorts of things. Part of like your three tips are perfect for that because your story is your story. You're speaking kindly to yourself. You're surrounding yourself with people to encourage you. Those people Also, their Christian women won't be like, oh yeah, he's right. They'll be like, no girl, this is what the Bible says. This is who God says you are. This is who I think you are, right? And so those are perfect tips that the audience can use like right now today to implement and be more confident than tomorrow. And again, it doesn't mean that you're going to go from like no confidence at all to like supermodel confidence, but like Claudia was just talking about, it's little steps. Like what can you tweak today? That will make you a tiny bit more confident tomorrow or, you know, even spending time with the Lord and being like, what do you want me to say? Like, how do you want me to share my story? Do that today. And then tomorrow share your story, (laughs) the beauty of social media. You can do it right now. That's true. (laughs) As if that was easy, but um, okay. So we are, those are fantastic tips. Thank you, friend. And we are going to do, before I let you go, um, a rapid fire, just three random questions. Totally random. The first one is who would you like to play you in a movie?
1: Oh gosh, that is hard. Okay. Hold on. Who would I want to play me in a movie? sorry that i'm was trying to think one. of i'm honestly trying to
0: think of actresses I like know. i like know who people are um i could see like a younger julia roberts for you <laughs> i don't know anybody like today
1: i i i'm trying to think of shows that i've watched too um do you watch new girl oh what's her name yes As... um cece i don't know what her real name is but her yeah, name's okay. in her show i yes. don't know i just think like she's really confident and fun and, and she is so a supermodel. Yeah. Okay. Not that hundred percent. Not that, um, but yeah, she's just like confident and fun and maybe her. Yeah. Know, that was-
0: yes. I do like CC. She's funny too. Okay. So easier one for you then. What is your morning routine look like? Oh man. Honestly, depends on the day. Okay. I'm being completely honest. Yes. And when my daughter sleeps. That's a good caveat. Children sleeping is huge.
1: We're uh, kind of in a thing where my daughter thinks it's fun to get up multiple times a night. And Dang. so um, right now my morning routine looks like trying to get as much sleep as I can before yeah. getting up. Um, but in a, let's say in a ideal world,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: get up and I always drink a glass of water before my coffee. Okay that because your girl loves her coffee. Um, and then yeah, drinking a cup of coffee while doing, um, a little bit of reading or my quiet time. If I have time, sometimes the quiet time has to be after kids go to school. Yeah. I mean, usually a morning with my kids, make them breakfast, get them to school, you know, all the mom duties
0: and then the Claudia time
1: (laughs) and then the Claudia time. So, and then usually quiet time and then try to get a little workout in before jumping into the work day.
0: Last question, a little easier. What is one thing you are loving right now in life?
1: Um, I am loving being settled in mm-hmm. our new city. Um, wow. we moved to right outside Atlanta a year ago and it was a very stressful season last year, I think was kind of a blur, lots of transition. Um, and so, I am loving being settled and um, feeling like, you know, we found a church and have our small group and our kids are involved in different activities and yeah, I'm just really enjoying
0: being settled
1: right now and all that 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 comes with. So,
0: yeah, that's huge. I can totally relate to that with all the (laughs) moving. (laughs) That's huge. I love it. Thank you so much, Claudia, for sharing your story and all of your wisdom. And it was such a good episode. Thank you.
1: Thank you, friend. It was great.
0: Friend, I hope you were blessed by this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before you go, quick things. One, can you follow us on social? I would love to get social with you. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube all have the username Abundant Woman Co., come say hi. Also, we have a free Facebook community that has women just like you building community, going after Jesus and just making connections. Come join us there. I can't wait to meet you. And last, I would love if you could screenshot this episode and share it on your socials for a chance to be featured until next time.